On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, Nick and I finally have some Tross stuff to dig into. What is Tross, you may ask? Well, if you don't know, you don't get to know, because you're not a Star Wars fan. But we're diving into some Kylo Ren rumors, some Sith Trooper, Sith Fleet rumors, some Zorian Ray rumors. Strap in, my friends. It's time to speculate. <laughs> everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Star Wars Time Show, and as you heard from our sexy-ass announcer, we're finally getting into some of the Rise of Skywalker rumors. Now, where have these been? Who knows? I mean, Nick and I might have missed a few throughout the weeks, but I finally found a treasure trove of Tross rumors to dive into, so that's exactly what we're going to do on this podcast, which is, it's kind of a filler podcast. I'm actually on vacation as you're listening to this. So Nick and I, we doubled down the week prior to roll out a cast so you guys and gals wouldn't have to miss hearing our sexy, stupid voices for even a week's time, Nick, right? That, that's how we roll. We treat oh, yeah. our fans as if they were family or our best friends. So we, we make sure the content is there every week. Even if it's holiday weeks, we're still putting out content. Damn, damn Skippy. And no, no, no Patreon yet. Although if you want to just send us random fucking money or figures... We will not send it back, okay? Absolutely. We accept all sorts of fan mail and gifts and praise and <laughs> adulations, you name it. But, you know, let's get into the bread and butter here, buddy. So uh, we came up with a pretty hefty dose of rumors. And, of course, a lot of this stems from the uh, mega Star Wars rumor mill on the Internet, and that's making Star Wars and, and his buddy Bespin Bulletin on IG. We're not sitting here trying to take credit for these digs. What we are going to do is we're going to try to take credit for making up ridiculous speculations and hot takes on what these rumors could mean for the plot points that we may or may not know are going to go down in the Rise of Skywalker. So we got some interesting tidbits on Kylo Ren and, and kind of his dealings in the movie. Uh, in particular, we heard he's going to be at a castle, and that's potentially where the little ape man was fixing his helmet and some other things. So I kind of want to start there, Nick, with this whole castle idea and uh, the idea that Kylo and the Knights of Ren have kind of convened. They're on this castle, which a lot of people are hinting is probably on Mustafar and probably, you know, his grandpappy's castle. Uh, but this is supposedly where the ape man is there to fix the helmet. Yep. And um, this ape man is also a person that's helping Kylo and the knights activate some sort of special device. So, I mean, what, what do you think about this rumor? I mean, is this based on some of the, the leaked concept art we just saw and the eight man in the trailer and kind of what we know or what we've made up or think we know about Tross. What are you thinking here? It's definitely in line with rumors that, that we talked about a few weeks ago. You know, we saw these super grainy pictures that were, you know, pictures of pictures that were posted up on a wall. And a lot of people were right, you know, right then going to, this is the castle on Mustafar. This is Vader's castle and we're going to see it in Tross. Now we loop back around to this new rumor out of making Star Wars, and we're, we're saying that Kylo and the Knights are in a castle, most likely on Mustafar. So those two pieces meet perfectly. And when you take a castle and you say it's on Mustafar, it has to be Vader's castle. 
you know, his thing, Kylo's thing from the day that we met him was he is obsessed with his grandfather. And of yeah, course, yeah, of course he would. Well, I mean, know. He's basically jerking off to his melted helmet in his bedroom. So, oh, yeah, it was there was a lot of odd communication going on, you know, odd force communication trying to happen between Kylo and his grandfather. And, you know, now that he's in charge of the First Order, he doesn't have to sit and, and listen to, to Snoke when Snoke tells him, like, oh, you know, we're, we're going to set up home base here or you have to be stationed here. He's the leader. He can go wherever he wants. And where does he want to be? He wants to be where his grandfather was. So the, the castle on Mustafar makes perfect sense. Do you think this would be, I guess before I get to that, who, do you, who or what do you think this eight man is? Because apparently, you know, from this rumor, this eight man is also the caretaker of the castle. I mean, is this someone you think Vader installed or, uh, you know, some of the Vader's helpers? You know, we, we did see Vader had these odd Cloaks. butlers or whatnot around him in Rogue One when we got the first glimpse of live action Vader castle. But I mean, what, I mean, it would have your thoughts to... on eight man. What, what the fuck is this thing? Why is he the caretaker? Why is I, he helping Kylo? I think. Eight Man is probably somebody that Kylo knows because it would. It's hard for me to believe that Eight Man. Well, one, it's hard for me to believe that that Vader's castle on Mustafar would have been undisturbed from the moment after his death. Like I, I, I do believe that people knew about it. Obviously, people within the Empire knew about it. So it's unlikely that it would have remained undisturbed with a waiting caretaker there for when kylo just shows up so to me ape man's gotta be somebody that kylo has installed as the new caretaker of you know vader's castle on mustafar interesting take i I wouldn't even think in that way i was thinking he's a holdover or or someone installed him there you know hell maybe part of operation cinder maybe some of the plans in there were the the emperor said you go here yeah, I just you know, don't maybe think... eight man's more than just eight man. I, I love that he's just eight man in quotes at this yeah. point. <laughs> I uh, just don't know if 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 we could have gone, you know, call it forty years without the Republic or, or you know, without, you know, the the rebellion post fall of the Empire finding the castle, and then also without the New Republic discovering it. It's hard for me to believe that that just remains uh, I guess, and I'm just playing devil's advocate here, but why would they care? If they know Vader's dead, why would they care? Oh, man, that's a, it- that's a treasure trove of knowledge. Like, you know, all of the things, all of the so that's possible- why I'm, I'm almost thinking Palp could have turned it into or already was loading it up as one of his Sith bunkers or something like that. Could be. It could definitely be. Um, I could see it both ways, but I just like... In my head, even if Palpatine was planning to use it as a Sith bunker, there's no way that the New Republic doesn't doesn't get there or doesn't go there. I mean, the only other thing that could be possible is that it's well guarded and the New Republic did go there and they just their people were killed. That's an option. But I think I mean logically to me it makes more sense that that he goes to it now that the New Republic's out of the galaxy, there's nobody to stop people from going to it or to have any sort of eyes on it. So what he reclaims it from planet of the apes. That would be perfect. I mean, he's got a hairy hand <laughs> when I first saw yeah. it, th- like the, the only thing, the only like creatures in star Wars universe that, that 
I look at and I think has hands like that are one Wookiees, but that's too small. Those hands are too small. And, and the other one is whatever Biston was in Rogue One. You remember? Because he was like a hairy little dude on the gun. He's like a, a pig man. Kind of. Yeah. Like in his hand. Yeah. I, I was thinking Wookiee too, but I mean, their hands are hairy as fuck. Yeah, I mean... Like and, this guy, it, it really... I mean, I know why they're calling him Ape Man, because it looks like a fucking gorilla's digits. Yeah, exactly. So, th- that's where so my, my mind clearly goes. clearly Caesar. I mean, I think <laughs> we can just... We can just... Put that to rest. Rip that Band-Aid off right now and put our SWT stamp of approval, take it to the bank. Yeah. So... So, anyways, back to back to what I was getting here uh, earlier. Do you think when whenever we see this scene on the castle, is it going to be early in the movie... And is it just going to be kind of a, a one-scene deal? Or is this kind of where Kylo's hanging out for a good part of the movie until the the super MacGuffin kicks in? I think that this is definitely act one. Because um, I, I, I think that the reforging of the helmet is going to be one of the first things that we see in relation to Kylo. Like, he wants to get that back. Because that was his identity, when he, it could even be he's there getting it reforged, knowing that his homeboys are coming back from the beyond. Yeah, exactly. Like he's or like he's called the, them back or some shit like that. Yeah, he's awaiting the arrival of the knights. So I think that we're we're gonna be spending some time in you know the castle on Mustafar for at least half of Act One, and then once we get into one of these possible MacGuffins that we're gonna be discussing in a minute here, that is probably going to lead him away from Mustafar Castle, and then we may spend the rest of the movie, you know, not really seeing it again. All right. I mean, I, I, I hope as hell they go there. I, I was reading some article today, like, oh, it would be the first time we ever saw Vader's castle. It's like, like well, no. yeah, you're a fucking idiot. No, it's not. <laughs> we yep, saw it in Definitely another one of these, you know, uh, working for a big site, get your shit out there, but you're a moron. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on. I, I forget. It's like comicbook.com. It was one of those people. I was like, Dude. come on, man. You guys should know better than that. Yeah. Vader's castle was seen in a Star Wars movie that made over a billion dollars worldwide. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, they, they, I wouldn't. It was an extensive scene, too. I mean, we yeah. got to see him in his, his back to chamber. Yeah. You got to see his front door. You know, he had a little exchange with Krennic. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, uh, a- but you no, know, I would, I would like to see it through the lens of, okay, Kylo's here. He can, you know, play with himself, tweak his nipples. He's in his grandfather's Sith castle, you know, having a good time. He's partying with his Knights of Ren. They're drinking some blue milk or some siren <laughs> milk, you know, just having a good time and, and, and reveling and, in his evilness. And we could even get some nostalgia here. Like they could show that back to tank. I mean, they could literally, like, he could literally... Right, or, or if he has other armor pieces in there, yeah. like old Vader armor pieces Meditation that he changed Meditation chamber, out. Right. something like that, you know? Exactly. Well, we I, I believe there's been rumors that you see Kylo in a Vader-ass med- meditation chamber, so there you go. Yeah, so... I mean, that, that, that could very well be a scene from the castle. So, sticking with the castle and Kylo, we, we also learned through a combination of MSW and Reddit, and they kind of corroborated their stories here. But apparently Kylo is going to come in possession of a Wayfinder device. And we're not clear how he gets it, but a lot of these speculators, these rumor mongers, are, are saying that he's going to get it 
from this creature called an oracle. They're just not sure if the oracle summons him or he finds the oracle oracle looking for this device. Uh, but what this device is, Nick? Well, I guess let's let's start with the oracle. Um, so th- this oracle is being described as you know kind of a, an alien, a non-humanoid. Uh, there's a picture out there. We have it linked in the post. Uh, it's literally like a. Sorry, cat just jumped up on the keyboard, people. <laughs> but it, it's, it's it's like a spider kind of right, like a yeah. spider squid that it's almost like a parasite, and it's sitting on a head of a like a dead looking uh, baby uh, hippo or something. Yeah, it's like a you know on the Reddit post that's linked in the in the Star Wars time article that we'll have in the in the cast post. You can like look at the different inspirations that people think is. You know, well, one, this is pure speculation. We don't know if it looks like this, but they're drawing on a lot of old Ralph McQuarrie stuff from ROTJ, from ESB, from Dagobah. Um, it's very interesting looking, and I could see this creature just being this. I don't want to, th- like, in my mind, and again, this is just me speculating, in my mind, the Oracle could be the initial. MacGuffin. Yes, that's where I was going too. So I'm with you. Yeah. So we've and, and uh, I didn't put it in here, but apparently wherever the Oracle stuff goes down, it's it's going to be on that swamp location. Okay. Yeah, that makes we, sense. We saw set picks for and whatnot. And I, I think you're right. I mean, it could even be that location we saw in the in the teaser where Kylo's mowing a motherfucker down. Yeah. I mean, uh, if if it's true, because the rumors say that this initial MacGuffin is essentially going to kick off a race between the resistance and the first order. And if that's the case, then that would happen. We would see this giant, you know, if they both get there at similar times or at the same time, then that would spark a pretty big battle considering what's on the line here. I mean, that is what's supposed to drive the rest of the plot forward is what happens at this first MacGuffin is what sets up the rest of the plot for the movie. Um, so I'm, I'm really interested to see how, if, you know, if this Oracle is seeking out Kylo or if Kylo is seeking it out. Yeah. Well, I think if we're going to roll with our theory that she's the initial MacGuffin, I, I would assume that there's Intel in the galaxy about her or it. And both factions have that intel. They know that she possesses something that either for the bad guys will complete their victory or the good guys will allow them to you know, essentially vanquish evil. Yeah, exactly. And this, and I believe that that's this Wayfinder device we're going to talk about. And that's that second MacGuffin we, we've been hearing about, that there's a MacGuffin to get everybody to a location. So there we go. Nick and I are saying it. It's out there. Take it to the bank. This Oracle character is going to be the initial. They're all going to get there, and it sounds like the bad guys are probably going to get get what they want first. And yep. this is this Wayfinder device. So, so maybe this takes place early on, Nick, and then once they get it, they go back to the castle to try to get Ape Man to activate it. Yeah, because that's, like you said, the, the Ape Man is going to help them activate some sort of device that they need to, you know— to, to move the plot along. And, and the, if we're, we're still saying that that shot of Kylo from the teaser could be taking place in the scene we're setting up, it makes sense. He's not wearing he's, his mask. Yep. They get the device. They go to the castle. 
He's all pumped up. He, he's got his Knights of Ren or whatever, although we heard he's apparently fighting the Knights of Ren that scene, so who knows. But either way, it, it could line up. But I do think we're on to something with Oracle being MacGuffin 1. Just not even her, but the knowledge of her is the initial MacGuffin. Then once yes. they find her and realize what she has and that the bad guys get it, there we go. Now we know the real stakes and the shit really starts to pop off. So this Wayfinder device is going to lead us into the next rumor we're getting here. Uh, it's supposedly it's a device that Kylo believes will be key to unlocking Palpatine's legacy and a wayfinder. Obviously it's something to allow a person, a thing to find something It's it's very, think of the bracelets that Leia gave to herself and Ray. Yeah. Right. Those, those were essentially wayfinder devices. They could find each other across the galaxy, no matter how many light years that were spanning them. Uh, so this device, he, he, I'm assuming someone has told them, like, hey, if we get this device, we're finally going to unlock this Operation Cinder shit. I, I do think Kylo or even Snoke, they, they might have known that this Operation Cinder plan had, had taken place and there's stuff going on in the unknown regions or what they're calling the beyond now uh, that could benefit them greatly. So I think Kylo wants this wants to activate it because he wants to get this power. And what we've learned what this power could be is a impressive Sith fleet that has been milling around in the Unknown Regions, a.k.a. the Beyond, for nearly 30 years at this point. Yeah. Biding its time, waiting for when it's ready to fully come back and Palpatine can get back on with ruling the galaxy. Yeah, so that's what makes this whole Sith fleet thing interesting in the connection to the Wayfinder is that Kylo is under the impression that this Wayfinder will allow him to unlock power that he needs to control the galaxy. Exactly. But in reality, this fleet is there for the sole purpose of the return of Palpatine. It's not yep. going to like help Kylo. They're not going to be like, great, Kylo's here. Let's fucking go help him destroy the well, galaxy. Well, think now. about it. I mean, would Palpatine really want to hand that power to... Essentially the, Vader 2.0? Like yeah. Anakin Literally, Skywalker? Va- Vader's family. Yeah. The guy that killed him. Do you really think he's going to share his, his toys as the MSW guys are saying? No, of course not. Like, this is this is the exact opposite of what palpatine would want as soon as he sees you know little little skywalker little solo jaunting into this to this fleet territory it's gonna it's gonna turn out bad for kylo i mean there could also (laughs) you would have to think that there's a good chance palpatine's been influencing anyway because he he knows that he needs kylo to come back in full oh yeah but Kylo being Kylo and, and, you know, obviously power hungry, but still torn. He's never thinking clearly. That's that's obvious. He's thinking like, well, you know, maybe if I show Palpatine that I I am all dark and I, I can be better than Vader, blah, blah. maybe he'll, you know, make me his new Vader. I mean, I, I could see Palpatine wanting that like he's he's wanted so badly to be Vader. Yeah. Or it, be the be a, a super Sith. Maybe he he's kind of foolish, thinking like, oh, yeah, hey, you know, we'll, we'll be best friends, and we're going to get this mega fleet, and we're going to fuck a bunch of shit up. But as we know, Pal- Sith in general, they're, they're not going to share power. Also, this plan Palpatine has been is, laid out yeah. in Battlefront Two with Operation Center, the campaign in there. Pa- it's clear. I mean, is it canon? Palpatine had a plan for his demise 
so the Empire could rise again. Not the First Order, not Kylo Ren, Palpatine's Empire. Exactly. And Palpatine is a master manipulator. We've seen that play out over the prequels, and we've seen that play out over the original trilogy as well. Like, the guy's a master at manipulation. Oh, oh, dude, I mean, you know. He, he masterminded the first six movies, and it's now sounding like he's masterminded them all. Yeah, exactly. Like, he was the key figure this whole time. You Snoke know? was nothing. Everything was bullshit. It was all smoke and mirrors. In the end, it's been Palpatine from day one. Yeah. So, and we've also heard rumors, you know, that something was going to draw Kylo and Rey together to fight on the same side. And we right. were thinking, like, we were like, well, what could it be? Before the announcement of Palpatine, you know, at Celebration, we were always like, what could it be? Could it be a new alien race? Could it be a completely new, um, you know, force that we've never seen before? Now we know that the, the force that's going to draw them together is this Palpatine-led Sith army that he's had milling out in the beyond since his death. And when that comes in, Kylo makes the decision to say, okay, there is no chance that I can ally myself with Palpatine. It's not going to happen. So my best shot at continuing to rule the galaxy is to, is to team up with Rey and the Resistance to take down this threat. And then probably in his mind, at least initially, is once that's done, then you know we can settle our differences whatever way necessary between the First Order and the Resistance. Well, I mean, that Reddit post also kind of hinted that Kylo's still super conflicted with the dark and light, but he's also trying to come to terms with his Ray bond. Yeah. Uh, in terms as in he still has almost a love for her. I don't think he's ever going to team up with the Resistance. I do think he's going to team up with her. And I think it's something we talked about many speculation casts ago where Who's this guy that keeps saying he's not in the movie, but is probably in the movie? Matt Doctor Smith. Who, Matt yeah, whatever Smith. fuck his name is. Yeah. I, I do think he is going to be the figure that is possessed. Ray and Kylo, with Kylo besting him ultimately, that, that they're going to team up to take that person down. But once Kylo kills that person, that's when Palp's going to make the jump to him. But Kylo's going to be strong enough to, like, Fight it long enough to basically tell Ray, you got to take me out. I've yeah. got him. This will do it. I just think that it's the most, like, based off of what we know and, and what we've heard, like, it makes sense. I just think that, like, the ending of this movie has to be different than that for some reason. Like, I feel like that's the safe ending to go with. And I want them, like, after hearing that this, you know, the final scene is going to be mind-melting and all this other stuff, like, I want them to take a risk with this ending um, and, and uh, what, change it up a little what's bit. What's the risk, then? Killing Ray? I don't know. I mean, maybe you I just... I mean, Ray dies to redeem Kylo? I mean, that's the only other thing I could think. There, there's, there's no way they're both getting you out. snuff out all the Force users. You kill them both. And kill Palpatine. And then there's... There, the force would essentially then reset itself because you would have no established presence by a light side force or a dark side force in the galaxy. There was only, we know that there are still force sensitive people out there, but it would allow them to essentially build up 
a new faction, a new idea of how the force is used the in Skywalkers. people. Yeah. You know, they could use, they could, they could build that up without the influence of somebody who's read the Jedi texts like yeah. Ray has, or who has, it's interesting. It ain't happening. <laughs> There's no way they, they will not kill both of them. And I, I just, I don't think they're going to kill Ray. I, I really don't see them killing Luke Skywalker of this trilogy at the end of the third movie. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, Disney just put out that they've already made something like, Seven billion on remakes, and they're already the top-grossing movie studio of 2019. These people are going to crank out the content that makes them cash until the cows come home. So, 10, 20 years from now, if they want to bring Daisy back, they're going to bring her back. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. I just think that that would be that would be the way if you want to close it and you want to end the Skywalker saga within this galaxy leaving no question that it's over, that's how you do it. You kill them both. And with them goes Palpatine, and with Palpatine goes the entire legacy of the Sith and the Jedi combined. But you're probably right. Like I, I still think the most shocking, honestly, would be Rey sacrifices herself to keep Ben alive. Yeah, I mean, that would be... That would because be it would the be, biggest. It would be a complete 180 for the character of Ben, but it would also essentially be true to form for the character of Ray, the good, the good person. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, knowing Palpatine, if you think in his twisted mind, like he would want to go into Ray to dominate her and to break her will, and then use her as a vessel more than he would just to jump to Kylo. And, you know, essentially just take on another dark side vessel that was already corrupted, pretty much. Like, in his mind, because that's what he did with Anakin. Like, he took this this pure child, this Jedi, this paragon of the universe, and twisted and corrupted him. And I and, still blame that on Sand. <laughs> sand had a lot to do kidding? with it. Yeah. Sand and sand people. That's what made Anakin Skywalker Darth Vader. Yeah. But at least th- according to the live action movies, I mean, yeah, he really hated sand and those sand people was as close as he ever got to, to Darth Vader in those movies. I'm not fucking, I, I'm, I'm being an asswipe, but I'm being dead serious. The angriest you see the character of Anakin Skywalker in the prequels is when he's talking about sand and when he's talking about killing sand people. And those- I've said it before. That is one of the best scenes in the prequel and it's in the worst movie. But when he's in the Lars hovel, talking to Padme about what he did, that was the only moment I saw Hayden Christian. I was like, okay, there's fucking Darth Vader. That's a Darth Vader. But then that was it. So we, we didn't have anything else to go on, and it is what it is, and I'm a Clone Wars Anakin fan. Yeah. So That's, that's where I go these days. So, Matt, I'm going to put this out there. This fleet is out in the beyond somebody's got to be leading it, right? There's got to be a leader to this fleet. Who do you think, could they bring in a recognizable character to be the leader of this fleet? Well, it's a good point. And yeah, we're, we're kind of moving into the, the fleet rumor now because there's a lot more of this fleet than what we've teased. And, you know, Sith troopers are involved and rocket troopers and fucking Death Star ships, this, that, and the other thing. Um, Here's... 
and again, this, this isn't my own thought. I saw this within some of the comments, speculations. What if this Allegiant General Pride has something to do with this secret fleet? Yeah, I mean, Allegiant General is never really mentioned. I mean, I know Annie took a picture of him and Hux. So and Hux next to each other. So that would maybe this this guy's already in the First Order. I, I don't know. It's a very good question. I, I mean. I don't think it would be someone we know because the way Cinder was set up was it was it was just basically Palpatine, and then at, when he died, the the admirals, the generals, the moffs, they got his orders, and that's it. But yeah, yeah, but and, and their orders were basically kill yourselves. Thrawn was still somewhere. Thr- we don't know what happened to Thrawn. Oh, you you thinking Thrawn's out I'm here? Just, I'm just fun speculation. Oh man. Because oh, that would be fucking great, wouldn't it? But I know, but I mean, if you but if you bring back Thrawn, you also have to bring in Ezra. I know it opens up a whole can of worms that's never going to happen. But like the the story of Thrawn and where he is after this, the end of Rebels is yet to be told. We're now aware of a an entire fleet out in the middle of nowhere in the beyond, where is essentially somewhere that Thrawn could have gone like we don't I mean it's a possibility is it going to happen no but I would love to see if they at that fucking fleet warps in and at on the bridge you see a blue chest with red eyes and Thrawn is right there leading this this you know cadre it'd be insane I think people would fucking pass out (laughs) or have heart attacks it'd be like it'd be the reveal in Endgame where Cap proves he's worthy. Yeah, picks up the fucking hammer and just starts yeah, beating. It, it would be that. It would be that level of reaction in, in a live screening. Yeah, and of course, I don't think it's going to happen. Like, I haven't finished. Um, the, the third Thrawn book just came out called Thrawn Treason. I'm pretty sure in that he, he basically breaks his ties with the Empire in some way, shape, or form, um, or at least sours his relationship with the imp- with the Emperor. But he's still a character that's out there and we're, we're well, wouldn't these books have to be set before the end of rebels so they mention because he's like thrawn's had a run-in with the with phoenix squadron multiple times so in the second book they bring up multiple times his failure at adelon against phoenix squadron so the second book takes place within the rebels timeline um you'd have to think the third one too the third too, one considering yeah. him and ezra literally get sucked out in the nowhere. yeah exactly so the third one has to take place before the end of rebels and it's called yeah. treason and it's what you basically find out th- as you read through this this trilogy about thrawn is that he's not like He's not really all in on the Empire. Like, he still has his loyalties to the Chiss Ascendancy. And in fact, at the end of the first book, he sends what is essentially his protege to join the Chiss Ascendancy, you know, out, you know, basically tells him to leave the Empire. Like, here, you go over there and you work for the Ascendancy, almost setting up, like, I'm, I'm coming back. Like I'm well, probably- I mean, the the Star Wars Explained guy on YouTube, he just put out something after reading this book saying, could the Chiss Skywalkers 
make an appearance in Rise of Skywalker. So he could be on to something. I don't know. Like I said, I can't read, so <laughs> I miss all that shit. All that lore just <laughs> washes over my head. I have to rely on people that actually can read to tell me that stuff. But I, I, I don't know, man. I, I think if, this, if the Matt Smith rumor is legit, I think he's probably the one leading it. Yep. He's probably, like I said, possessed. Uh, the Legion General Pride thing, yeah, who knows? He's new. You never know what new guys could be up to and, and when they get mysterious. Outside of that, with the fleet, the other things we learned, that this is where the Sith Troopers will be tied, which now makes sense for their names. Because, I mean, I think a, a lot of people are like, well, how, how the fuck do you have Sith Troopers when there's no Sith? Well, if they've been hanging out in Palpatine's money fleet for 30 years, then, okay, makes complete sense. Why are they armored like the First Order? Who knows? That That is curious. But it's pretty much been rumored that these Sith Troopers aren't going to be your run-of-the-mill bozos who can't hit the broadside of a barn door, right? Yeah. Uh, they're going to be legit warriors, and they are part of this hidden fleet of Palpatines in the Unknown Regions. Um, and the Troopers are pimps. They're going to have their own TIE Fighters, and it's rumored that these TIE Fighters are going to be red and kind of shaped like the TIE Daggers we talked about, and that these motherfuckers, while they fight in unknown regions, will literally bail out of their ships and start fighting with rocket packs. <laughs> uh, because yeah. it's been explained that these unknown regions are fucking chaotic. Yeah, I'm talking like the galaxy itself it's is like, almost folding in on itself. Yeah. So for 30 years, these characters with this Sith fleet, have essentially been surviving in hell. Yeah, which basically... So they're all going to be hardened, battle-ready motherfuckers. So I I thought that was very interesting that they went into what the Unknown Region is like just physically. You know, by nature, the environment is just fucking hell. And it sounds like the, the environment has kind of shaped the fleet and allowed the people within the fleet to become some of the greatest warriors bad guys have ever fielded in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, essentially super soldiers. I mean, these people, I mean, they're, they're going to be going against a, a legion of troops in the First Order, if it comes to it, that are just brainwashed children. Like, these, these aren't hardened fighters. These are people that are just literally following the orders that are programmed in their heads. Like, these Sith troopers that have been out in the, in the beyond in the unknown regions have literally all they've had to do for the last 30 years is prepare and survive for the right. moment that they overtake the galaxy again. And well, like, a lot of people think that there may be a bunch of clones out here and that's why they can survive and just do whatever and not really need normal everyday shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I mean, it definitely makes sense. Um, the the cloning. You know, he liked clones. He knew how to make clones. Yeah, I mean, the cloning technology. I, I thought was it was like, interesting that there there could be a jump trooper faction of the Sith troopers, and, and the way it's explained. If if you people watch the Clone Wars, you remember some Mandalorian episodes. Even Rebels had some Mandalorian episodes, but they said the the fighting segments will be very similar to those. Uh, so jetpack fighting, midair mm-hmm. fighting, hand to hand type of shit. Yeah, that's that's. It'll, it'll be. I mean, honestly, it's going to be interesting to see non-big bads actually putting up a legit fight. Yeah, because most of the time when you see anybody in white or other colored armor, they tend to not do that well in battle. You know, we, we, we saw the the Scarif troopers or, you know, the Shore troopers on Scarif hold up pretty well, but that's because they were fighting 14 people. Um, 
So yeah. yeah, I mean, when the odds are heavily stacked, they can usually do something. But I mean, you have to argue they still essentially failed that too. Because yeah, they fucked that up royally. The, the plans made it off planet. So yeah, when there was literally a ship full of right. rebels, <laughs> you had a, a a garrison or ten versus a bunch of you know guerrilla jerk offs. And they made it. Didn't out. even have the full support of the rebels behind them. Yeah. So I've read yeah, it's it's going to be very interesting to see one how these Sith troopers are used. Like, are are we going to get an actual incursion into the galaxy? Like, are we going to get to the point to where the Sith fleet comes in and just starts to wreck shit? Because- no. I, see, here, that's the interesting thing. So if we go back to the Wayfinder. It's like I said, it's basically a two-way, it's like a, a walkie-talkie, you know? I mean, one end can come to the other and vice versa. So do you do you think that once Kylo, whoever activates it, it, that's basically the beacon? Like, all right, motherfuckers, it's time. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Or do you be. think he's going to use it to find them? I think that... If, if it's positioned like that, what could be an interesting twist is that this Oracle may not be a neutral figure. It may, Right, exactly. So this Oracle may she's just be... She's all part of Cinder herself. Yep. She's just waiting for the right time, and she's like, okay, the right yeah. time is now. And then as soon as it flips, like, so she'll sell it to whoever gets it. Like, if the Resistance gets right, it... Right, she doesn't care. She just knows what's going to happen once it's activated. Yeah, so she'll say, oh, if you activate this, then whatever you want to happen is going to happen. And she'll say the same thing to Kylo. And all she wants is yeah, for it to be turned it's on. It's an interesting spin, and one that I wouldn't be surprised if it comes true. But I, I do think the Wayfinder is the, you know, ding, ding, ding. It's time Dinner to bell. come back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I think you could you could be 100% right where that thing pops off and you just see do, 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 do. they all come in and just like blah, 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 blah. They're fucking blowing up planets left and right because that's something Nick and I haven't mentioned yet. Oh, by the way, this cis fleet is loaded with star destroyers that are essentially Death Stars themselves. They're not the size of Death Stars but they had the Death Star's cannon on a Star Destroyer, so they're going to be moving a lot quicker. They can just sit there and be like, boop, hyperspace, blast, see you later, we're out, evasive maneuvers. So, yeah, I, that would be an amazing scene. I'm seeing it right now, man. That thing pops, and you just see all these motherfuckers zipping in and just leveling, leveling sectors of the known galaxy. Oh, yeah, like laying to waste everything they don't care about which side you're on they're just blowing shit up oh yeah so yeah that would be and that would that would be the immediate spark to both kylo and ray to say like we cannot do this on our yeah, own i do i i i honestly believe that this fleet is something that snoke knew about but thought that he could use it yeah kylo probably the same thing where in the end the 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 main goal of this fleet was to come back and destroy everything that could get in Palpatine's way again. Yeah, exactly. So I, I almost think like the First Order was, I don't know if he had a hand in it. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, you guys just fuck around and keep these people busy while I do one of my long burn plans. I mean, we, we know Sheev is, is a pro at the fucking long game. Yep. 
Absolutely. Uh, with, all, all with the intention of using the First Order for his end game and then wasting them when he was done with them. Oh, yeah. There, there's no chance in hell that the First Order survives this any more than the Resistance will. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, I, I don't know, man. I think we're, we're getting on. I think, I think we're on to something, or at least how some of these main beats are going to play out. But I just hope visually this fleet pays off to the way it's being explained. Um, it, it's got to look even bigger than the flotilla that we saw in TLJ chasing the Resistance. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that was impressive. I mean, it's bigger than we've we've ever seen in any Star Wars movie. I mean, I guess there's a lot of ships at Rogue One, but I'm talking just one faction floating ro- along. They had their huge Snoke capital ship and a bunch of Star Destroyers. I mean, it, this thing just has to take up the entire screen. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, it's almost like when you saw, you know, that, like that really close-up shot of a Star Destroyer coming in in Rogue One that really engulfs the exactly and there's it like a million to, of them behind yeah perfect yeah perfect explanation or, or like, the opening of space balls where literally for five <laughs> minutes you're watching the same ship go by yeah and then yeah because perfect. it's so fucking big uh yeah i don't know man i i like this i i i'm glad we kind of stumbled upon this today it was something fun to talk about about these. And it, it ties into the Sith Trooper reveal. So, I mean, we know they're legit. And it does make a lot more sense now to think that these guys are a part of Palpatine's plan and not a part of the First Order. Yeah, definitely fits more in line with what we know the, about. The armor thing, that's curious. I don't, I don't know what's going on there. But uh, Sith Troopers working for a Sith return, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. And just how... It could motivate our characters. I mean, it, it makes a lot of sense, and it sounds like a uh, a good story to me, one I, I'd love to see, especially it's, these jump troopers. It sounds like a perfect Palpatine plan, too. Yes, of course. Like, of course. <laughs> like something yeah, it's, that it's he... it's great. It's great stuff. But the more I see this Sith trooper, the more I'm like, I'm going to have to get the fucking Barbie doll size. <laughs> I am. I, I mean, it's it's inevitable. Uh, one six shooter, I shared his shot of the Sith trooper Barbie doll, I think, this week unfucking believable you, you gotta look at that one nick i mean i'm telling you right now i've never influenced your decision you're you're sending some vibes my way now for this i'm not even gonna say it right i'm just through the force i'm pushing some midichlorians your way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay right. i don't know how we're gonna handle the top five because i'm basically gonna be gone all next week we'll see we'll see what nick nick gets up to i think yeah. he'll probably still put it out maybe for my return we'll just have a a dedicated celebrate the fan cast again and do like a top 10 or something yeah yeah i'll definitely still put out the top five this week so don't worry about that all the but, uh, you know wink 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 if you see one from trevor on there with a red sith trooper maybe worthy of the top five you never yeah. know i've already seen like i i, I peek <laughs> at the instagram every now and then i i got one in addition to that one that i really all right it was feeling good about so it's built this is the the top five slowly building up this i'll tell you what you know what i'm proud of ourselves for do you remember that ryan heaven toys we shared yeah guy is killing it now i mean it's like a fire's been lit under his ass and and he's putting out just fantastic work daily oh yeah dude i mean and, and people are like oh man i'm glad we found the account you know that's that's why we do what we do but oh, we yeah, also do what we do here and that's to act like two fanboys and sit here and speculate over fake stuff absolutely um, so moving on you know we've been talking a lot of rumors about the bad guys and, and now we have one potentially about a semi good girl and the good guys so 
Uh, we're going to move on to a story about Zori. That's the character Carrie Russell's playing. We know that she's part of the Thieves Guild, and she's going to be on this, what, Kimjimi planet? Yep. Kijimi? Kijimi. Yeah. So, apparently there's some rumors floating around here that she is going to link up with the good guys on that planet after something goes down with 3PO's memory, which, again, plays into a lot of stuff we've heard. I mean, we've heard, I believe, from even official stuff, Anthony Daniels, uh, the official write-up, that C-3PO will be unlike ever before. Yeah. In this episode. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the rumor. Everything that we've thought about that has always, you know, revolved around this Rampo idea of him being exactly. an active participant in battle. But then what also what we've never really seen from 3PO is he was he was never really the one to spark some sort of remembrance or to spark a storyline started. Yeah, so here, I didn't really put it all in there, Nick, but apparently something goes down on Kajimi with 3PO's memory that requires it to be uploaded to R2. Okay. okay. So I don't know if they need to reprogram him for something and make him crazy, like a murder bot like Triple Zero. Yeah. And so he's just got like a like a secondary memory it, going Yeah, exactly. They just like flash his fucking ROM and there he's got a whole new mission directive yeah he's he turns into fucking hk-47 and he's just <laughs> killing that, that's what i mean or, or or you know triple z yeah he's sitting there fucking torturing people or putting knives on his fingers yeah so i mean that's very interesting and the way that that's going to connect with this zori character so is it is it assumed that you know he loses his memory or it gets uploaded in r2 and then you know, ba- the, the reason that, that was brought up is this, essentially whatever happens that requires that to go down is going to cause bring. them to have to get the fuck out of dodge quick yeah and, and zori is going to leave with the good guys okay that makes sense so we, yeah here's where things get interesting so there's reports out here. Again, this comes MSW, Bestman Bulletin. There are reports out there that when they do leave, they'll be leaving in Zori's ship. And Zori's ship, for those who have seen pretty rudimentary-looking concept art or stills or even clips, is rumored to look pretty damn familiar to the ship that dropped Ray off on Jakku in the flashback. They even said that Ray mentions how familiar the ship looks when this is going on in the movie. So, as we do, the MSW guys kind of speculated what this could mean, and and I kind of, I liked her take. I'm going to jump on it here, and we'll see if Nick spins it a different way. But they're they're speculating that back in the, the day, Zori, again, she's a thief, probably mixes around with scoundrels and bounty hunters and smugglers, Back in the day, she might have been working for some shady characters. Maybe the First Order, maybe Operation Cinder people. Uh, but when one of these shady people asked her to do something crappy to a seven-year-old girl, she kind of drew the line, dropped her off on Jakku, knowing that, hey, that's better than the fate these people want for you. And, you know, Zori then pieces out, feeling like she did something good. Yeah. And then all these years later, then, hey, here we go. Hey, Ray, hey, Zori, this ship looks familiar. And ding, ding, ding. Now we get a little bit more about Ray's past. You know what this sounds like? This sounds awful familiar to the rumor that came out about the Mandalorian. The, remember, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That the, no, ago. he was essentially sent to kill or was going to have to do a job on a, a young kid or a baby. Yeah, and then he doesn't do it. He, he passes. Yeah. yeah, so it's very familiar to that, and it, t- it totally makes sense because if Zori has been a part of the Thieves' Guild for her entire life, then it is without a doubt possible that she was hired to kill somebody's family. Or kill an entire family. I mean, we there, or, or even just maybe steal the girl and bring her to Palpatine in, in the unknown region, something like that. Yeah, even. yeah. I mean, it's very possible too that it could have been Snoke that did it. I mean, Snoke was probably looking for force sensitive people to right. build up right. some sort of army. Um, you know, the dark forces are always looking for impressionable people to turn over to their side, and cle- it, it's very clear that somebody felt raised power early on in her life. Um, so it could be that she was, you know, attempted to be, you know, uh, whatever, kidnapped or apprehended and given to the bad side. But then Zori was like, I can't. Yeah. Again, like her. Well, it's it's like I said, I, I don't think they're related, but I think Zori could be the nair to vessel to, uh, there you go, Zori. How'd you like that? <laughs> to to give us a little more insights into Ray's true background. Yeah, exactly. She would be the one. She would at least be the first step to be like, okay, you dropped me off here. Who, who are you? Who told you to do this? Who hired you? Like, you can essentially use Zori as the way to get to exactly wherever get, you want get to. some answers for Ray. And you know, maybe it's still like, hey, you really are just some daughter of scumbags and this that and the other thing but it, it, again i love lore like this that kind of ties new old real old real new stuff together so um it could give this zori character a lot more importance to the franchise and just being cool looking uh, you, you know maybe she won't just be relegated to the boba fett role of cool looking nefarious shady character that interacts but doesn't really do anything too crazy yeah i mean I don't know. I, I, I like that they're not saying they're related, but I like that we could use this new character to kind of get deeper insights into dear old Ray. Because as we've heard from JJ, I mean, nothing's really getting retconned. Things are just going to get fleshed further out. explained. Yeah, know? exactly. I mean, there's a lot to uncover within a short amount of time when you think about it, even when it comes to, I mean, you have a lot to tie together. You have Ray's thread. Then you have the whole introduction and closing of this new Palpatine thread. You have to finish out Kylo's thread and then somehow bring this entire galaxy to a nice, clean finish. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, JJ. Yeah. I mean, if there's, so, I mean, we can, now we see, like you said, we see the pieces starting to fall yes. together. Yes. Starting to, to fall And I place. think by the time we get our next visual evidence presented to us in the form of a featurette or a trailer, things are only going to start to get more and more clear. Yeah. Um, hopefully the trailers are done in a way kind of like TLJ, where you, you still really have no clue how the little flashes of scenes play into the whole movie. Uh, but I, 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 I want some, I need some new footage at this point. 
Yeah, exactly. I want to kind of corroborate some of this stuff we're talking about. Do we see a Sith trooper? I mean, it's been revealed publicly. You might as well show a clip in the movie at this point. Yep. Uh, they've already teased that Palpatine's coming back. Do you see the fleet, or do you hear rumblings about the beyond, aka the unknown regions? Uh, do you see more of the Eight Man? You know, do you see the castle? Do you see the Knights of Ren? Let's go! Let's go! I mean, you you called it in the last cast that we were going to be getting some information in August, and I mean, today is July thirty first, so the day before August kicks off, we get these juicy rumors out of. And what we say, D twenty three is mid month. Yeah. So I, I they have to. They have to. I mean, they it's have the to. perfect time to kind of kick off because it gives. If you do it mid-month, it gives you essentially a four-month-long marketing window before release. So that's the perfect time to kind of get things moving. Because you've already missed <coughs> you've already missed your window for all of the big cons. SDCC's gone. All of the, you know, nothing I don't think Star Wars has ever done the SDCC. Oh, maybe when they brought it back. Yeah. But I they don't initially. really... Recently, since the Disney acquisition, they haven't really relied on stages like that. Well, like they made their I mean, own stage. I, I think we would have got it if they kept D twenty three when it usually goes down, which is what July or June. Yeah, it's usually in like mid. But we, we talked July. a few casts ago how they it's in August this year, so it, it's going to happen. I mean, you, you can fucking take it to the bank, and then you can probably take it to the bank come October. We're going to get the second full trailer. Yeah, yeah. So like I. I, I, I I could see D23 being that B-roll featurette type of feel-good, hey, JJ, this is what we had to do, we did it, blah, look at the blah, look at the sets and the blah, 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 we're like family, it's ending, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then come October, we'll get a two-and-a-half-minute-long trailer with almost all-new footage, and then come end October, November, prepare for nonstop 30-second TV spots dropping left and right. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready for the marketing machine to get started. It's been a long time since we could really dig into some Star Wars stuff, you know. And I mean, dude, just it's crazy to think how fast it's already gone. But we're already three months removed from the first teaser. Yeah, Yeah. three months. That's how long ago we were in (laughs) Chicago freezing our asses off. I know that's hard to believe. It's already fucking crazy. Like it, it is insane. How fast time moves the older you get. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember when I was a little kid, you start a new school year and you, you literally think the world is over. You're like, fuck. It's going to be first grade. This is going to take forever. Yeah. And, and now it's like, oh, hey, oh, fuck. Just had another birthday. Oh, headed to Hilton Head again for this year. And it's like, well, it'll, it'll be Hilton Head already this time and in the snap of a finger. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, I mean, we're only, we're coming up to, we're almost four months out. It's, you know, we're four months and some change, like four months right. and 28 And it days. sounds like a long time, and we're going to be sitting here pining away like, oh, December, December. But I'm telling you, that date's going to come before you know it, and then you're going to be sitting there like, oh, I can't wait to see it. Then you're going to see it. You'll be like, that was awesome. You're going to be like, fuck. Three years. That's it. That's it. I don't get this feeling again for three more years. Yeah, I mean... What a fucking kick in the teeth, Bob. <sighs> I know. It's tough. Star Wars is not the MCU. Well, yeah, fuck you. Because fuck y'all fucked you. it up. That, that, yeah, that's because of Mary Poppins, you asshole. <laughs> oh, Mary man. Poppins, but yeah, I mean, spoonful of sugar this. 
All right, man. Well, I mean, I, I think we, we got through the, the Tross rumor mill that just kind of popped up out of nowhere. I'm glad that we finally got to riff on some of that, that meaty stuff because while I love the special topics and random news bits on toys and shit, you know, it is what it is. In the end, we, we got into this game to talk about Star Wars movies, production of movies, and where Star Wars narratives could go. So bring it. Hopefully nothing happens well, as you guys are listening, I'm like I said, I'll be on the beach, probably drunk. Big surprise. Uh, but hopefully, nothing happens while I'm here because we, we may have to do an emergency cast to cover it. Because I'm still someone, even though I know that hardly any people listen to the show outside of our lovely fans on IG. I'm still someone that feels like if a piece of news comes out Star Wars, we got to get right on it. Just as if we were like this big mega operation that <laughs> everyone came to for Star Wars news. Hey, can't help fun. it. It's fun for us, too. Yeah, it's, it's a sickness of mine, but uh, obviously I do it for a reason, and that reason is because I bleed yellow and black. Star Wars for life. Not even the prequels could phase me. I'm here until I die. I'm in it to win it. All right, my friends, hopefully you enjoyed our takes, our speculations our ridiculousness on this episode of Star Wars Time Show. It's that time of the show where you need to help us out by going to StarWarsTime.net and getting yourself subscribed on the platform of your choice. We've got them all, and if we don't have the one you're looking for, it's probably because it sucks. So pick one of the better ones that we already have. And if you prefer watching on YouTube, which sometimes could get kind of odd because you're just looking at an equalizer going up and down, but we do throw in the imagery of stuff we're talking about. You can also get that on StarWarsTime.net. And once you get on there, make sure to sub, like, rate, review, pass it along. Rinse and repeat. I can't tell you how much it's been helping us. We just had a record month for July. We did less casts than we usually do, and we had the most amount of downloads to date. So, that is for Nick and I because fuck you guys. You're not doing any of the hard work, and now this is for you guys. Okay, and that's for your help and your support. All right, so keep it up, people. We really do appreciate it. We've been loving the interactions on IG, getting tons of tags, hashtags now. Well, not tons, but more. I want tons. Getting comments, feedback. People are listening to us. Sir Dork already told us that he already has plans for the retro figures that we told him to destroy. That's awesome. (laughs) That's why I'm bumping it back up to 1A. Sir Dork, back to 1A. Everything Kylo. 1B. <laughs> These guys, you see, they basically fight for the top spot week in and week out. Just depends on if they're showering us with gifts, praise, and you never know what. Maybe a reach around. All right, my friends, until next time, may the force be with you. Oh. <laughs>